Hi, and welcome to Becoming Today. This is a podcast for teens and young adults, or anybody who wants to grow and learn with us. Today's episode is called, I Don't Hold Grudges, I Remember Facts. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. We are your hosts, Tani Beardall and Erica Peterson. We will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. a great new resource for teens that you need to hear about. Teen Job Prep is the perfect tool for any teen looking to find a part-time job. They have an awesome resume builder that is so easy to use. I was able to go through it using some qualifications I remembered from my high school days, and in just a few minutes I had a beautiful professional resume ready to go. It prompts you so that you don't miss anything that you should have put on that resume. You can edit and create as many resumes as you want. And even more amazing was their video training that covered everything you'll need to know from A to Z of getting the right job to keeping it. Click on the link in the show notes or go to teenjobprep.com and use the code BECOMING to get 10% off. Do not let your beautiful mind become a battlefield. Just because someone else has shown you their weapons does not mean that you have to accept the war. Those who try to break you are expecting you to be in fight mode. Conquer them with your peace. I love this advice from a woman named Della Hicks Wilson. It really gives you a hint as to what we are talking about today. Here on Becoming, I think we have voiced how vital relationships and connections are in our lives. In previous episodes, we've discussed the facts about how important close bonds between friends and family can be. But, but what happens if there is conflict? Have you guys ever been in difficult situations with others that left you feeling hurt, misunderstood, angry, or maybe even like someone has taken advantage of you? I think when we experience these feelings, it can often lead us with resentment. Resentment is a bitter feeling that can stay with us when we are just not over what happened. Resentment thrives on negative feelings and it grows more powerful when we are unwilling to forgive and release that emotional pain. Unfortunately, resentment, holding a grudge, or harboring ill feelings towards another does not do any good. I love how Gwen Randall Young, a registered psychologist, put it. Resentment is like an acid that eats away at its container. When we feel resentful, we tend to replay the events, words, or actions that caused us to be upset in the first place. With each replaying, the resentment builds. Other feelings like anger, disappointment, sadness, or even hatred may grow stronger. Isn't that just the sad truth? 
Harboring feelings is so dangerous and it often ruins really important relationships in our lives. When we hold a grudge and choose to not forgive, I feel like it can cause us to let anger cover up any good memory that we have made together and it stops us from making new ones. Now you may be rolling your eyes at me saying, wait, you just don't understand. It was really horrible. They were terrible and really mean to me. And I get it. I get it, you guys. I know that there are many different scenarios as to why we may be left with feelings of resentment. And some of them, I'm sure, are absolutely valid. You may have clearly been mistreated and didn't deserve what you were put through. But where does that leave you? These feelings are really not good for your mental health and can totally impact your happiness and quality of life. And I don't want that for you. I've been there and it's all consuming. It is not a happy and healthy way to live. So a few months ago, I heard a parable about a snake and a saw, and it really stuck with me. I felt like I needed to share it with you guys. And this story is actually what sparked the entire episode. So one night there's a snake and he's out looking for food. So he enters a carpenter's workshop. The carpenter was a rather untidy man. He had left several tools just lying all over the floor. And one of them happened to be a saw. As the snake went around and around the shop looking for food, it climbed over the saw, which gave the snake a little cut. At once, thinking the saw was attacking it, the snake turned around and it bit so hard that its mouth started to bleed. And this made the snake even more angry. So the snake decided to roll around the saw as if wanting to suffocate it with its whole body. As the snake squoze the saw, the snake got hurt even more. Because of that, the snake thought it had to attack even harder. So it squeezed even more. This went on until one of them lost the battle. The next morning when the carpenter entered his workshop, he was surprised to find a dead snake cut in half and a bloody saw. Sometimes in life, it is better to ignore certain situations that arise, to look past insults and wrongdoings people say and do to you. If you don't like something, just take away its only power, your attention, because fighting every single battle you are provoked with will not help you live a successful and happy life. Some battles will take much more from you than you will get from them if you win them. I feel like this story just really puts into perspective who is affected by our anger and our resentment. And that's totally 100% us. When we harbor feelings, we think it is punishing someone else. But in reality, we are just punishing ourselves. We are the ones who have to sit with that negative energy and have the resentment just eat away at us, just like the acid that we talked about earlier. There is a talk that Dieter F. Uchtdorf gave, and I love this little summary about his thoughts on this subject. He says, there is enough heartache and sorrow in this life without adding to it through our own stubbornness, bitterness, and resentment. We are not perfect. The people around us are not perfect. People do things that annoy, disappoint, and anger. In this mortal life, it will always be that way. Nevertheless, we must let go of our grievances. Part of the purpose of mortality is to learn to let go of such things. 
That is the Lord's way, end quote. I totally agree with this statement. It rings so true to me when he said that in this mortal life, it will always be this way. You guys, there are constantly going to be conflicts and problems coming up in our lives. And we can choose to look at things any way that we want to. We can go about this life feeling offended and looking for reasons to be angry, or we can choose another way. And I do believe that one of our main purposes of this life is to learn how to control our natural and negative instincts, to be mindful and in control of our thoughts and our actions. When we focus on love, kindness, and letting positivity and Christ's light burn so bright within us, it will help just melt away all of the anger and negativity that was present before in us. Sometimes the only way to let go of a grudge and to get through these painful feelings and overwhelming emotions is with our Savior's help. We need to remember that we always have the ability to reach out to our Father in Heaven and ask Him to help us forgive to fill our hearts with love and understanding. I think that Dr. Steve Maraboli completely understands the importance of forgiveness. I love his advice on this. He says, free yourself from the poisonous and laborious burden of holding a grudge. When you hold a grudge, you want someone else's sorrow to reflect your level of hurt, but the two rarely meet. Let go. Sometimes forgiveness is simply a reflection of loving yourself enough to move on. End of his quote. I think he brings up such a great point when he mentioned wanting someone else's sorrow to reflect our level of hurt. But that will likely never happen because we cannot change anyone but ourselves. We cannot control someone else's feelings or behavior, no matter what we say or how we act in front of them. And nor do I really want the responsibility of being in charge of someone else's feelings, behavior, or happiness. I feel like sometimes deciphering my own feelings seems to be a bit much. So if we can understand that we can't control other people's feelings, their opinions, or their responses, maybe all that there is left to do is to just forgive. And I know, I know that this isn't the funnest thing to hear. But sometimes we just have to forgive to find that peace within us again. We need to stop wrapping ourselves around that saw like the snake did. Forgiveness can feel very heavy and complex, but it can also just be ever so simple. And we have the complete control over that choice within us. I love how Les Brown puts it, quote, Forgive anyone who has caused you pain or harm. Keep in mind that forgiving is not for others, it is for you. Forgiving is not forgetting, it is remembering without anger. It frees up your power, heals your body, mind, and spirit. Forgiveness opens up a pathway to a new place of peace where you can persist despite what has happened to you. End quote. Someone who has completely left me speechless when it comes to forgiveness and moving on is a woman named Elizabeth Smart. She is just absolutely outstanding. You've probably heard of her, but she was kidnapped at the age of 14 and and was held captive for nine months. She suffered every type of abuse imaginable, and she endured so much trauma and heartache. But she is now a thriving wife and mother and an advocate for victims of sexual assault. 
And I just want to read to you her most recent post on her Instagram page. It just blew me away. She says, I will be the first to admit that I have asked the question, why me? Even to this day, when things are rough, I still ask that question, why me? Many people over the years have told me, God knew that you can handle these trials. He doesn't give us more than we can bear. I used to think about that a lot, and to some point even tell myself that. But now I don't believe that. I don't believe that God gives us trials, struggles, or heartache. I believe that bad things happen. Sometimes it's consequences of our own decisions. Sometimes it's consequences of other people's decisions. And sometimes they just happen. I do believe, however, that God can turn any challenge, trial, or hardship for our good. We may not find the good during or even after the trial, but I know, for example, that I wouldn't have half the compassion I have for others had I not been kidnapped and abused. I would not understand why most victims are unable to run or scream. I would not understand why it's so terrifying to speak out and to testify in a courtroom. And I would not feel as passionately as I do about being a voice for change in how we react, treat, and support our survivors. I know everyone has a story, and I want to say don't give up, no matter how difficult life may be. We are all in this together. If we all are just a little more kind, a little less judgmental, and a little more compassionate, then I know we will have so much more happiness in the world. Wow, right? I think that Elizabeth Smart has every right to to sit back and be resentful. But those words I just read you, I just don't think that they sound like they're covered in anger and hatred. She has found peace and a way to look at life with positivity, love, and hope. To forgive doesn't mean to be okay with what has happened. It just means that you are choosing to move on and to live your life with intention the way that you want to. Here's a little truth bomb for you from good old Bruce Lee. You will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you. True power is sitting back and observing everything with logic. If words control you, that means that everyone else can control you. Breathe and allow things to pass. Oh, so wise Bruce Lee. Something that I have tried to do this year personally has been to take the emotion out of it. When something happens and I might naturally be hurt or offended, I try now to just step back and use logic. So I try to get curious about why someone said or did what they did. Think about what they may be going through and consider that their comment maybe has nothing to do with you at all. We can't always control our life situations, but we can absolutely control our reaction to the situation. So the next time you have an experience that hurts, like the snake who brushed over the saw, let us just take a step back and be mindful about how we want to continue. Do you want to bite back and risk injuring yourself further? Or should we try to give someone a little extra grace, give them the benefit of the doubt, and choose to be slow to anger, to let go of judgment and stay true to the person that you are and the person that you want to be? We can live in such a way that no matter the circumstance, we can realize that peace is internal. You have the ability to access it, to feel it, no matter what's going on externally. Letting external situations dictate how we feel internally is just an exhausting and it's a brutal way to live our lives. 
We can take back our power that we sadly give away unconsciously and often all too frequently, and we can feel all of the peace, love, and happiness that we desire. I have no doubt that understanding this principle and practicing it daily will change our future as we continue on our journey to become. This episode is brought to you by Teen Job Prep. If you are a teen wanting to find a part-time job but aren't sure where to start, check out Teen Job Prep. They have a professional resume builder designed specifically for teens and video training so that you feel prepared to find a job and keep it with little or no experience. Go to teenjobprep.com and use the code BECOMING to get 10% off.